Yud Tes Adar, Sunday the 15th of March, Rabbi Yossi David, Kisiso, Pesach and the virus. It's about as topical as it goes. This week's Tarawai has been sponsored, Lichvod Simchas Hanasurim of Daniel Richmond and Chaya Weiss, which Ms. Shem will take place in good health this week. me what the topic is. I don't know whether to continue the topic which everybody's discussing in their homes and discussing everything <coughs> each other. Seems to be a very uh, yeah. topical theme. Yeah? But we'll try and um, focus on a question. But before that I'd like to give a little insight which is connected to this week's, last week's parasha, parasha's Kisisa. Um and uh, maybe we'll connect it to the idea which is very widespread now of people accumulating lots of chomets for after Pesach, thinking that there won't be any, um, any, anything in the shops afterwards, uh, especially uh, products like spaghetti, which they can store it for a long time, it won't get spoiled. So... We do know that there's a head of Mechiras Chometz, but the question is how far do we go with it? Do we lechatchila buy stuff when we're not really buying for business? So, so we'll try and cover the topic a little bit, as much as we could. But prior to that, I'd like to give a little insight to Pasha's Poran, then to Kisisa by the Indian of Ayn Horah. It says, it's, you get a lot of Chachomim and big Nevim coming along and saying, we predicted what's going to happen and they're sending around, and I want to tell you that this is where social media comes, comes and damages, yeah, and puts people into some kind. No one is giving the next prediction, no, so what's going to be after? How quickly will he go? No one is going that. But there's a show when he'll go, there'll be a lot of chachamim who are going to tell you that they knew exactly what it was. But I'm sticking to Ibn Musa a little bit, connected to this expansion. By the way, Pasha Zoch and Pasha Sparo, I came across a beautiful picture of Liazah. Because you start wondering and you start thinking. If Akash wanted to finish off Amalek, he should have done it himself. Why trouble us every year? And tell us, You're not doing it properly. Do it. You did it to Zdoim Vamayra, which probably they were less worse than Amalek. You wiped them off completely. There were many nations which don't exist anymore. Should have done the same thing to Amalek. So every year, Pasha Zoho, Pasha Zoho, Zoho, Zoho. Yeah? Pasha's Parah. Jesus so says, the right, you know? Shulchan Aruch brings Yashoyimim. That's the right, Pasha's Parah. And you wonder, what's going on here? What exactly do you have to now live purification, which process which we have to go through if we Khalila come in contact with Khalila Emes? Then, you know, the picture of Yezim Perek Memdalek, fascinating. He goes through Pasha Zohar, he goes through the story of Amalek. And he says, why is Pasha Zohar mentioned in Pasha's Dvor, in Chumash Dvorim? The mitzvah of Zohar is Asher Solech Amalek happens to appear in Kiseitze. 
doesn't appear in Beshalach when it took place. Only notice that. Not Lechinam, not for nothing, Chazal Koivea, that section, and not the story of which you read on Purim morning. Yeah? And the reason for that is that Sefer Dvorim is Sefer Techochus. This is when Moshe Rabbeinu is rebuking the Jewish people. Says the Pirkei Bliezer, if I'm going to tell the Jewish people directly that you've done wrong, I'll be embarrassed them, embarrassing them. And therefore, when I'll give them Techoch, I'll give them Beremez. We find the beginning of Dvorim, that's how it was. Says the Pirkei Bliezer, Prior to Zohar Sashi we find clearly that the Yiddish Jewish people question the Yesh Hashem Bekilbenu. Is Hashem amongst us? So, really, the big Avera was when Amisai started feeling, is the Shekhinah present? Is the Shekhinah involved with our lives? Is Hashem with us? Amisai questioned that question before Amalek came to them. It's not about Amalek. It could have been any other nation. It's not about Amalek. It's about us. It we question Hayesh Hashem Bekirbenu. Is HaKadosh Baruch Hu with us? And when a person questions the Muna a little bit, questions Hashem's involvement in his life, Bekirbenu means Bekirav Kol Echad Ve'echad, then Amalek has an Achiza. And therefore Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to rebuke the Jewish people for Hayesh Hashem Bekirbenu. But he says, but if I tell them, I'll be Megaleponim. That's the Lashon of Pig. Megaleponim. I'll reveal the true faces. And I'll be embarrassing them. And Amal bin Pnei Chaveira and Lechelik Lohen. Rabbi Pekir Blizzah says this. Perik Mandalit. And therefore I'm going to tell them, you know what, remember Amalek. And they'll understand. Amalek means, oh Amalek, you know why Amalek came? Because Yesh Hashem Ekirvenu. So it means Parsha Zohar is all about remembering Hashem, Yesh Hashem Ekirvenu. I think in such times we have to exercise that. And we have to feel that. We've, generations have passed by, I can say generations already. Decades of years of us relying on the world of medicine, on the doctors, on professors and scientists, thinking that they can literally find the cure for everything they want. Hayesh Hashem Bekirbeinu. Is the Kosh really a necessity to feel that the Kosh is involved in day to day? No. There's a system in the world. Yes. Everything is running alone. Kosh Baruch every so often... It's, it's a big telling, you know, it's, it's, I know you know in the mood of Puri, but it says in Pirkei something strange. They came to Moshe Rabbeinu and they says, You told us, How do we do both? Strange question. <laughs> What's one going to do with another one? So the Pirkei Avnezah says, Moshe answered them, You can have a koishel kunditun and a koishel chometz. You can have a cup of sweet wine or a cup of vinegar. What's the פרקיוויאזסיין. Says the Kosh you want to remember me with a sweet wine and a doime? Then do Zohar's Yom HaShavah Zekatsha. But you don't want to, I'll give you a bit of vinegar to drink. And that's a Malik. When we forget that Ayesha Hashem Bekirbeinu, we have to remember Hashem in other ways, Khalila. And therefore it's time we pull our socks up. 
I said the same thing in Parshas Poro. Parshas Poro, we are reading it to remember the Chet Because we don't want to embarrass the Jewish people. The concept of Tumah came to the world after Chet We put it on ourselves. And if you're talking about Chet in this week's Parshas, you see, so I took by in a little bit. So Ramot Chemila speaks about it in this week. He wrote, he wrote in a Sefer. And it's something which people ought to consider this. I'm going to say something which might cause a little bit of discomfort. I mean, I may be wrong. Again, I'm just sharing it. The idea of making big noise for Kovodatera, for Siyumin and all these things. Making a big balagan, a big noise. It says at the end of this week's, last week's Parsha, Kisisa, then it talks, Psoilecha, we read it in a Tanis. But the second Lucha, Sakhosh Bokhu tells Moshe Rabbeinu, please, don't get anywhere near. Don't tell anybody not to come anywhere near. Just come by yourself. You know what happened the first time? The first time there were Lord Koilas and Brokim, big balagan, big noise. The luchas broke. That's what Rashi brings. I'm sharing it with you because I want you to explain it, try and explain it to me because I'm not understanding this. We made the balagan, we made the big rush. He's telling Moshe Abedu by the second luchas, don't make a big noise, please, no one should come up. Because it's Ainara. But the concept, the idea of making a big noise, even for Torah, there's a concept of Tznius. And this is a day-to-day life. If people will live a little bit with more modesty, with more Tznius. And the concept of Ainara comes when we credit ourselves in a situation where not necessarily we, we ought to be credited. We haven't done anything for it. We haven't done anything special for it. Rav Destel explains in length the concept of Ayn Ara, beginning of the Parsha. Give Machzit a shake, it should be a Negev. Mata Levi could have done it. We see clearly the Levi were counted separately and they were counted one by one. To the extent that Moshe Rabbeinu complained to Akkadosh Baruch and said, How will I go into the tents? Oh, will I go and count the babies? I can't go in. Yeah, in those days there wasn't a lounge and a this. I can't. Don't worry, I said, Shilcha, you do your standard there. I will give and tell you exactly how many people there are. But they were counted one by one. They were counted for little babies. We, Bnei Israel, we had to give Machzitz a shekel. It must be different between Ligion and Shemelech. The idea is when you count people individually and that bought them a gaifa, that bought devil in the time of David and Melech. David Melech counted the Jewish people and people, the epidemic, pandemic, whatever you want to call it. And Magaifa came to Amisrael. Why? Because he counted. When you count people individually, then I'm something, I'm a number, I'm worth something. And you start thinking of yourself more than what's a Koshmida Sadin you bring on yourself. The concept of horror is when we go showing off or we go being a bit loud on things which we're not really there. We're not really <coughs> worthy and deserving. And that's how someone else can affect us with Ainara. And the very affair, Mirat's So important. 
Susceptible in these times. Yeah, we have to hide away a little bit. All these grand going out on holidays, going out on big fancy, this driving this, boy working out. A little bit Tzniut. I know a shoilet that big man gave us. So maybe Rabbi Miller writes it even for even by toilets like that. We see Nishtabra Luchos. It has a nezik even even if you do big balagan and big noise over Torah. People will argue, but cover the Torah, but it's encouraging. There's always good. There's always good. I'm not denying that. I'm not denying. There's a lot of good come out of it. A lot of cover the Torah, a lot of it, but still, there is something there which is a competition who can make a bigger seal, who can get more people, who can make this, and who can make more noise. It's good. There's good in it, beneficial. I don't know how many people started learning that for Amy. Some people thought it's a great thing. A bit of tzniut. That can help us a little bit in such times. Anyway, I'm just sharing with you. If anybody's got better pshat on what's pshat here by Nishtab Ruhaluchas, but it wasn't even us making. So maybe Amisol were not really up to the mile of Nasev and Ishmael when they on its side. They were artificially a Pesach Melashon Diluk. Really took the Jewish people into levels which they weren't really in. They were not on that level really. So maybe people felt that, oh wow, this is all happening because we are worthy. So much That's a share. So now I'd like to discuss with you something a little bit which is more panic. Panic. People are shopping, shopping. It's a bit of Benodom Lechaveri there. It's a bit hard, because when it comes to for survival, then people... Yeah? You empty out the shelves thinking you only live for 120 years, no less. And, no, I'm not going into that subject. We're not learning Choshim Mishpat now, yeah? But one thing which <coughs> troubles me, and maybe it's relevant to generally the concept of selling Chometz, is... The idea of deliberately purchasing chametz within 30 days before Pesach, knowing that you're buying it in order to store it for after Pesach. Yeah? The same way it came, this will leave us. As quick as it came, as quick as it will leave. Bezra Hashem. It'll happen. We have to just have finayash Hashem bekirbeinu. Hashem Koshboch, we feel it. We feel it. That's it. You've proven to us that no one can help us other than you. <laughs> They're talking about the earliest uh, one year take to, for, for, for the vaccination or any... This one year, they already know how long it'll take them to... Bekitza. No one can bring solutions as quickly. So let's... Where's Hashem? Um, <clears throat> so the concept of Mechiret's Chomet, maybe you should discuss here. We all know there's a famous Tisefta. And the Tisefta brings them Psachim, and it's brought in the Rosh, and the Shukhanoch brings it. But it's brought down slightly different and different to Shainim, which is big nafkamina to us. But the Lechatchila, the concept of selling Chomets to a Goy, is the Lechatchila, or is the situation of Beti Evid. The story was that Tisefta brings, there were, there were people traveling on a boat. Israel That's what the Sefta brings. And the Jew had chometz. He's going to sell overseas, and he's taking a lot of chometz with him. Yeah? It's not talking about sandwiches. We're talking about chometz which he takes to sell overseas. 
And doesn't explain in the Tesefta whether intentionally he went to the boat or not, yeah, knowing that it's going to take longer. But in those days, you never had a landing or getting to the shore date that you can confirm that you'll be by then. You sail, depends on the winds, depends on the days, depends where you're going and how you're stopping and how long you're stopping. Anyway, so they're stuck. So he tells the Goy, he's allowed to, I'm adding on a little bit of spice to the to understand where the Mechiris Chomets comes from, where it originates. You can sell it to the Goy who's next to you at the boat, you tell him the Chomets is yours, let him buy it, purchase it, or he has got no money to give you, you give it b'matona gemura. You give it as a gift to the goy. And after Pesach, choyzeh No? Now, there is a girsa, yeah, ubilvat she'itlo b'matona gemura. The meiri and the ritva hold that from the words of the Tesefta, it's not a situation. It's not people purchasing to sell. It's definitely not that. He's stuck. He's got nothing better to do. What can he do? So you don't want him to make a big loss. Sell it. And they have a gilsa which says, What is the harama? Says the ritva. Says the Meiri, what's the harama? Meiri says, Rishon Rav Amram Gong. What's the harama you can have in such a thing? It says, if you repeat this year after year. So according to them, you can't get into this situation. You should try and avoid it. It's just it's a one-off. You went on a boat. This year you need to do business. You went, you traveled, you said, you went a bit too late. But Ubilvat Shaloyari, the Tesefta gives a clear tonight. That you should do the Russian is Sharomim Khoizal they call Shana Kansinale, says the Ritva. Make a knas. And it's also and it's similar to Khamit Shunokhi Hamufk is Khamit Shisoil Hamufkot Biat Goy. And he writes, the Ritva writes Vikin Kosab Yushalmi. I don't know where this Yushalmi is, but the Yushalmi writes again. However, Allah Maisa Shukhnoh didn't bring the Roshan of Boy Bisfina. And the reason for that is we've got our Beni Yerucham and the Tumas Adeshen, which don't either the interpret Yarim differently, or the whole there wasn't in Gilis and the Tesefta at all. As you can sell. We're not warned in any of our that, well, what are we going to say about Pshat, about Bayim Besfina? It's trying to tell you, even Bayim Besfina, you're definitely going to buy it back from him. You're going to definitely, as Gilis and Tesefta, even if you're going in Besfina, no, he's not going to use it. He's going to give it back to you. He's going to sell it back. Even then you can do it. So it's a ule lechatchila seemingly. So what's ubilvat shaloyarim? The Rebbeinu Manoach does have the gist ubilvat shaloyarim. He says ubilvat shaloyarim, says Rebbeinu Yerucham, to give any tnoim, any conditions to the mechira or to the matana. That's harama. To tell him, you know what, I'm selling it to you on condition. You mustn't put any indication of conditions because that will be called Harama. So according to them, and according to Shulchanoch, seems to be, there's no problem. Rabbeinu Manoach hands on another. What's Ubilvat Shaloyarim? That you will take, the Goy will take the Chomets from your Rishus, out of your Rishus, into his Rishus. Otherwise, says Rabbeinu Manoach, it's called Harama. 
So according to Rabbeinu Manoach, if they don't actually store, the guy doesn't take it away from your home when you sell your chometz every year. Even though you can do it, according to Shulchanoch, seems to be there's no, even a chatrila, you can sell chometz, yeah? But the chometz has to leave your home. And that's how the Shulchanoch passes. He brings it. That's why he says, Lenochri shemechutz labayit. And Nochri, if not, is living with you, because otherwise the chometz will remain by you. You have to take it out of your possession to take it to some kind of storage which belongs to him. So that's called the aroma if you don't do that. So the Tisefta Sabit Bachelor Yarim is part of the aroma is to make sure, there shouldn't be aroma, that to make sure you eliminate it from your reshus. Take it away from your reshus. You rented the room. Huh? You rented the room. Oh. He's got a solution. I rented my room. For what must you rent the room? What happens if you rent a room for a goy just to store chomets? Is that called benefiting from chomets? On Pesach? He won't rent it from you otherwise. Anyway, before we get to this question, I'm just trying to confuse you. But the Bach says what he's saying. The Bach says what he's saying. The Bach had a situation where people, the main business of the Jewish business in those days was whiskey, a beer, an old yain saraf. And they used to make out of chomets. Huh? Whatever. Yeah, so they used to make this drink and that was the main business. And they had to sell it. Otherwise they had a big, big headset. And he says, now to take away that from the house and store it somewhere else, <laughs> no guy would want to even get involved in such a thing. Yeah. So comes the Bach and says, you can rent the place where the Chomets is and that will be sufficient to be called as if I've done what the Tzumah Sadeshah requires me to do or when Yerucham seems to tell me to do to take it away from the house. What's wrong with that? I'll tell you what's wrong. Nothing wrong with that. But there's a bit of discussion about the Bach Sete. There's the Elia Rabba, which Elia Rabba claims, Tainas, that the Bach Sete is only given for people who trade in this. They've got a big financial situation that they have to... It's not practical. But for us simple people who buy and buy a bottle here, a bottle there, a few packets here, a few packets there, says says Yerabba, you can't. You can't do that. The Bach was referring only to the big people who are trading, but the Lekuchas, they want to take the loss of the Elia Rabba. I think the loss of the Rabba is. So there's two reasons given to the Elia Rabba to why he's Machmi. And that maybe enough committed to us, to what we're discussing. People who intentionally are buying quantities of Chomets now before Pesach because they're panicking about what might happen. So they are buying a dust to sell it. It's not that they're trading and they have to don't know how much they have to buy and then they finish before Pesach. So therefore sometimes they're left with quantities and they go, but what's going on here? It's not similar. But, let's see. The, the, <clears throat> some say that the reason of the El Yerabba is, is because the Bach's hete of selling a place, because you're deliberately selling only for Chomets, just for him to use it for Chomets, it was only done in a situation where if you won't allow him, there's a chashash that he might not even sell the chometz. 
We don't know what it means. We are far from this. But some people are bahul, bahulim. Yeah? I don't know how it was. Not so far. Not so far. <laughs> but people go mishigah over the money. They panic. And therefore there's a chance that if Chazal won't let him do this haroma, because he calls this a proper haroma, so she should be included in what the Bryce says, says, but they had to allow it, the Bach had to allow it, because if you won't allow him such an aroma, he'll come to Khalil and not sell his chometz. That's what they, one of the Mephoshim writes. The Chayodim has a different Cheshbon. What's wrong anyway with renting out the place where the chometz is? Yeah, 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 that's what I'm talking about. Whether you can rent out just the place and not take it out of your house. We're talking about that. Yeah, hmm? but why not? So I just explained. Because they consider that as if, first of all, the fact that you keep it, and by the way, we don't charge the goy for the full price of the chometz. He gives a down payment. Yeah? No goy has the money to pay anywhere near. Yeah? The, no, especially not the goy we choose to sell the chometz to. Yeah. Porous of the poorest. He comes from a few pints of beer. He comes. So he hasn't got money even to give the down payment. So the robber has to give him a little bit of money. So he gives that the down payment. So think about what's happening here. People are storing the chomets in their houses. Some people get a feeling, even if the goy will decide to take, oh, I'm holding it back because he owes me the money. So he's kind of holding it as a mashkun. And that becomes a problem. Yeah? To store a mashkun of a goy on Pesach becomes a problem of Baliroel. So it, it's not that straightforward. It becomes a, the Bach allowed it because of a situation of, you know what, let's forego the Indian of Aroma in order to protect for the bigger issue. Oh, that's what they hold. So when they imply, right, we do sell chomets. I'm not, I'm just creating the discussion that after the shield we'll continue discussing this further. There's a chayodim which says something different. The chayodim says, the reason why you shouldn't do this lechatchila is not because there's an issue in the sale at all. Not at all. You give them the place, everything is fine. It says, if you're taking it out, chayodim tainas, that you are not fulfilling the mitzvah of tashbisu. Big chidush. It says, for tashbisu, you have to do an action. You can be mashbis bechol dom. You can sell it to a goy, throw it, burn it. There's many ways. But if you just passively be mekan, you know mekan tashbis, you just stays there. You just be mafkia the yisur chometz. Chiddush. You have to not of analyzing. In Nishma Sodom, have a look at it. In not in Chayyim, in Nishma Sodom, he discusses in length. And he tells that this is a way of passively not being over on the yisur chometz, but you're not actively doing the mitzvah tashbis. Because you haven't moved the chometz anyway. Big chiddush, the Chayodov says. So I couldn't turn, that's why the Bach said only in situations where you have to and you've got many. So the issue is not so, we're not talking about severe problems of aroma here. We're talking about the issue of Tashbisu, which is an important issue. I think if people panic and if people are concerned, it could get to the situation of the Bach. The people of Mamush are worried about this. But I get this feeling that if people are really attached to the Chomet, they'll no way agree to the Goy to come in the middle of Pesach and take even one packet of spaghetti from his storage. And then you're showing bias on it. So be very careful in this. So maybe this year we should be have this story, maybe we should be particular to get it out of the house. Put it somewhere where the Goy has access freely. Like you should remove yourself a little bit from the Chomet. Anyway, these are ideas for discussion. Shloishimiyam kodem ha-Pesach. Discuss a little bit of Pesach. No, no, it's connected to the Inyar of the Yerma. And Shaitas, but where's Hashem? No.
just want to say this, the Zohar Kodesh, which Pasha's Vayera, very powerful, and you all know about it, it's been going around about Peter Maktoris. As far as you say Peter Maktoris, there's every opportunity they have, yeah? Twice in Shachris, where Bamincha, and always complain, and that's why we lose out on so many congregants. They go and dump in Ashkenazim. They ashray out in Chikchak, 10 minutes you're out of Mincha. Man, Shemichud, Batacheliao, now at this time, I think the people should be mitzchadik on the Indian. Says the priest, Eliyahu Pinchas, in the Zohar, Pinchas met Eliyahu Novi, And he asked him, tell me something productive, something which I can share with people. It will be beneficial to people in this world. So he says at times of Magaifa, there's a priest, there's a covenant between us and HaKadosh Baruch If we go through the Peter Maktoir slowly, it says, actually, it says, that If the Jewish people will get together, and say, it says, death will be removed from them. As I state, try it. But now they're telling us we can't congregate. That'd be a bit of a problem. It says, Before they start any stupidities, and we do it straight away. Yeah, because otherwise we have to keep to what the advisors. We can't start being a Bechachum. They, they're experts. We have to rely on the, on the... By the way, you should know, it bugged me. I went through all the sugyas of Shoyim Pesayim Hashem to try and know to what extent must I listen to these people. There's a limit. And there's... I remember now four to five sugyas in Shaz. Some of them are repetitive. So I'm not I'm saying four to five different cases in Shaz. Yeah? The Gemara in Shabbos, the Gemara in, uh, in Yevomus twice, yeah, beginning of David Beis, the Gemara that talks about Ektana uh, Bimeshamesh uh, Bemoch, and then it talks at the end about doing Brismila Beyoyme de Iba, and it says, all that says, Shemi Pesayim Hashem, or the Gemara in Nida talks about uh, a woman, a Tashmish after Tishim Yoyim, says, I mean, I had the one in Tishim Yoyim, Shemi Pesayim Hashem. Different situation, you go through the Sugya, you say, at what point do we say, enough? Shem, say Hashem, let's learn HaKadosh Baruch What's going to stop doing anything? Stay at home and do nothing? At what point? It's a bit difficult. The Gemara discusses this. We go through the Sugis. I saw Rabbi Cholom Vassaman, Koyvich Shuri, Miksuvas, Miksuvas Ot Kuf Lamed Vav. Rabbi Cholom Vassaman brings it. The Gemara also talks about the way the Zorah bites it in Te'inim, figs and grapes at night when you can't see whether the snake has put poison in it. There's a bit in order to say Shem, Hashem. So Mechon Vassaman asks this question. I was very excited when I saw the question. He says, well, what's the difference? Why you say Shomim Pesoyim when it comes to Shabbos? You mean a Sofik Pikuach Nefesh from Mechalel Shabbos? Why don't we say Shomim Pesoyim Hashem? Go Chashash Pikuach Nefesh. Let's say Shomim Pesoyim Hashem. You said that's what you're telling me. There's a Chashash Pikuach Nefesh. You're telling me Shomim Pesoyim Hashem. So why is Shabbos? It's only, we know, Allah Chalem Maisim Shabbos. We have Mechalel Shabbos. You know, Chashash Pikuach Nefesh. Good question. I was excited, but I wasn't happy with the answer. It didn't solve the problem, but he said something. The Loshan, I wrote it here. I shouldn't forget it. What's What's I don't know. I'm lost. It's on his hands. When you've got an ability to protect yourself, you're not cool. You can't say, 
ולא יהא משום מהשמיים. אינטרסטינג, לא? אבל אמרו פוינט, אני סטיל לא, אבל לוק את זה, אבל חולון, עם קובץ שיעורים, עוד קוף למד דוד כסובוס, ונאבי לוק, try and analyze and try and see where do we draw a line on all this בלאגן שיש גאולות, ובעזר השם, כאן קמסו פסח, מילה וגאולה, not only from גאולת מצרים which we had, מילה וגאולה שלימה בעזר השם, במהרה בימינו, אמן.